Welcome to the Mighty Littles Podcast. Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Zimmerman. Welcome back to the Mighty Littles Podcast. I am recording this on the day that I am actually flying out of the country, and it will release in the next week or so. I am super excited to do this episode. I've been wanting to do it for a long time, and it's just going to be me kind of doing a rundown of who's who in the NICU. Most people are scared of the NICU. Uh, Babies are scary for a lot of doctors and nurses. Uh, For me, the NICU is my home and I love being in the NICU and I wouldn't want to care for anybody other than my babies and the families that are in the unit with their babies. For some parents, the initial steps in the NICU can be really overwhelming, loud, confusing, but as your baby settles into the NICU and as you settle into the NICU, you come up with with a routine and ultimately you understand who's walking in and out of your baby's room and who is communicating with you and why they're communicating with you. And I think for those of you that are brand new in the NICU, this is a great episode to start with, or for those of you that know somebody who is preparing for the NICU, this is a great episode to start because it really runs down who's who in the NICU. So I wanted to start with bedside nurses. During your baby's time in the NICU, the person that is going to interact with you and your baby the most is going to be your bedside nurse. They are literally at your baby's bedside or sitting right outside. They're carrying out orders, they're doing assessments, they're giving medications, they're placing IVs. They're doing report status changes about your baby to the physician team and they do a ton of question and answer with parents and they do a ton of loving on your babies. They truly are the heart of the NICU and I could not do my job without them, but those are the people that you're gonna see most often and most frequently. But there are some other nurses in the NICU that it's really important to know about. There are clinical nurse specialists. These are nurses who are responsible for ongoing nurse education on the unit. They really help the team update policies and procedures. They track quality outcome and do quality improvement projects with the NICU so that NICUs can ensure that they're providing the best care to all babies. Also, there's the charge nurse. The charge nurse is kind of the nurse, the nurse that is assigned to supervise the unit for any given shift. So if you have a big unit, you're going to have a bunch of bedside nurses, and then you're going to have a charge nurse who's kind of in charge. They are the person that ensures staffing assignments are appropriate, and they're kind of your bedside nurses go to if they need anything or they're worried about anything. That's kind of like their first first stop for any of that. And then finally, I wanna mention the nurse manager. So the nurse manager is kind of over top of the entire unit from a nursing standpoint. They are the person that's responsible for hiring nurses, for handling uh, parental complaints about nurses. They handle the financials of the unit. They take feedback about what equipment is good and what equipment we think needs to be changed. So they're kind of the, the nurse managers. You've got bedside nurse, clinical nurse specialists, or also sometimes called CNCs, clinical nurse, nurse coordinators. Then you have your charge nurse, and then finally the nurse manager. The other person that you'll probably see quite a bit of, at least at the beginning, is a respiratory therapist. So respiratory therapists 
really specialize in treating the lungs and the airways. And so under orders from the physicians and nurse practitioners, they help with placing breathing tubes, adjusting ventilator settings. They take care of all the equipment and the devices that we use in order to help your baby breathe. All of that is maintained by respiratory therapists. Um, these are also the people that are going to come in and give your baby any respiratory treatments that they need. So some babies are inhale on inhalers or on nebulizers. That's the respiratory therapists that would do that. Next, I want to talk briefly about nutritionists. So neonatal nutritionists are specially trained in neonates to deal with what they need for proper growth for babies that are in the NICU. So they help us optimize the nutrition that your baby is getting. This can be anything from working with the TPN, that's the fancy mellow yellow looking stuff in the bag that has protein and fat and sugar that's going through an IV to give your baby nutrition until your baby can tolerate feed. So the nutritionist can make sure we're optimizing that. They help us with tracking growth. They help us with fortifying feedings. I'll do a whole separate episode about fortifying feedings, but most preterm babies need some extra stuff in their milk to help, and so the nutritionist can help us with that. And then a lot of times, especially for our smallest babies, we want to monitor some nutrition labs specifically related to protein stores and how the bones are doing with their calcium. And so the nutritionist will really help us with that. If we need to do some extra supplementation, give some zinc for babies that aren't growing, give some extra calcium or phosphorus for babies whose bones are, are really, really fragile, it's the nutritionist that's going to help be involved in those plans. And the nutritionist it kind of works on the micro numbers of the minerals and the calories and stuff that you're getting. And that's different from a lactation specialist. And a lactation specialist is really the person that's going to help moms both with breastfeeding and with milk supply. So for all of our moms in the NICU, we love to get you set up with pumping right away. And so the nurses will help with that and then lactation will help with it. Lactation knows all the ins and outs of the pumps um, and ways to increase your milk supply. Ultimately, when your baby is ready to suck, swallow, and breathe together, it will also be the lactation specialist that help you get your baby transitioning from NG feeds to working on breastfeeding. The other person that comes into play when we're talking about feedings, so we have the nutritionist, the lactation specialist, and then feeding specialists, sometimes known as occupational therapists or speech therapists. Um, and they really work on the mechanics of that suck, swallow, breathe, um, ensuring that their muscles are developing and that they're safe when they're swallowing. Occupational therapists do more than just help with feedings. They also evaluate muscle tone, look at movement and reflexes, make sure your baby has really good range of motion, and can help parents uh, with kind of ways to touch your baby that can be really, really helpful in the NICU. So infant massage and infant stretching and uh, bicycling the legs to help with pooping. So they are really not just essential for our feedings, because they are, but they're also essential in mon monitoring those developmental milestones and kind of helping make early intervention referrals for our highest risk babies that we're worried about when they go home. Also in the NICU, you're gonna have people that are there not to take care of the medical aspects of the NICU, 
but more to take care of all of the other needs that parents have when they're in the NICU. So social workers, mental health specialists, sometimes this is psychologists, sometimes it's psychiatrists, sometimes it's special certified social workers that really are there to help parents process the stress, shock, frustration, grief, all of that fear that kind of comes along with being in the NICU. But they also help you process the hope and happiness that can also be there. So it's not just all grief and sadness. There is a lot of hope and happiness. And sometimes those two are juxtaposed against each other. And sometimes you're feeling grief and happiness at the same time. And so that's where the social workers and the mental health specialists really come in to help in our unit. The, um, the social workers are also the people that are gonna help write letters from employers um, if you need FMLA. They're gonna liaison with insurance companies sometimes uh, along with the case managers and make referral for SSI and Medicaid and things like that. So they're, they're really there as a resource for parents. Um, they work closely with case managers. That's the next person that you're gonna see. And that case manager really is the li liaison between the NICU and you and the insurance company. And they're also the people that will help order any equipment and arrange those home health services if your baby has any ongoing medical needs. So then let's kind of change a little bit from kind of nurse, respiratory therapist, feeding specialist. These are all people that work for the hospital and talk a little bit more about providers. And so, you know, we kind of lump providers all together. These are the people that can see your baby, make assessments on your baby, write orders on your baby, and really dictate that plan of care. And depending on whether you're in a private practice hospital or in a university or academic center, you may have different people involved in taking care of your baby. So let's start first with medical professionals in training. So if your NICU is part of a teaching institution, you are very likely to see medical students, nursing students, nurse practitioner students um, that are in training and wanting to learn. And so they will be involved in talking with you, seeing your baby, but they'll always be supervised by somebody kind of higher up the ladder. Aside from students, you'll also have residents and fellows. So Residents are doctors that have graduated from medical school. So they finished college, they finished medical school, and they're now in their residency. And the first year of residency is called their intern year. And the remainder of their residencies, they're called residents. And so you will see those people a lot if you're in a teaching institution. They are kind of the workhorses of the NICU in an academic institution. They come in, they evaluate their baby, they get all the numbers, and then they're the ones that are gonna be presenting that information to the more senior physicians on rounds. So then, who does that entail? Well, that can involve a fellow. So a fellow is somebody who has finished residency, so has done college, medical school, residency, and is now specializing in neonatology, and they're finishing up their uh, fellowship. And then once you're done with your fellowship, you become an attending. So that's your attending neonatologist. So the attending neonatologist supervises all of those medical professionals in training. You can also have neonatal nurse practitioners, uh, affectionately known as NNPs, and physician assistants. Both of these have either a master's degree or a doctorate in neonatology. 
Um, and nursing really with a, it's really that they have a doctorate in nursing or a master's level training and they have specialized in neonatology. And they work in conjunction with and under supervision of the attending neonatologist. Um, they can diagnose, they can treat, they can create care plans, they help with procedures, they talk with families. I really think about them in a very similar fashion to residents and interns, except residents and interns are there for a month and they may or may not be interested in the NICU long term. And NNPs and physician assistants, if they are rounding in the NICU, have decided that that's where they want to be. And they oftentimes have years of experience that they bring to the table and that they bring all of that experience to the team. You will also have consulting physicians, so pediatric surgeons. These are the people that actually do a procedure on your child, like a surgery. Cardiologists who specialize in the heart. Pulmonologists who specialize in the lungs. Nephrologists who specialize in the kidneys. GI doctors who specialize in the liver and kind of feeding intolerance issues. So really a lot of different subspecialists that, that look at one organ in particular. And we can ask them to come into the unit and to give us their opinion on what's happening with the baby. And then ultimately you have your neonatologist. That's your attending level physician that's responsible for all of the other people uh, that are in training underneath the team. And they are the, the kind of the leader of the ship. They're directing the plan. They're making sure things are moving forward with your baby. They're diagnosing problems. They're kind of taking everything in and creating a path forward for how to get your baby to the next place and then to the next place that ultimately hopefully gets your baby home. Um, Neonatologists are really experts at caring for sick and premature babies. That's what we do, that's all we do. And we love being in the NICU. We love the medicine of the NICU. We love having our babies start off and grow and get better and ultimately go home with their parents, which is everybody's most favorite day is when we have our graduation ceremonies. So if you've been through the NICU before, this is probably a lot of review. If you are entering into the NICU, these are kind of the main players. Before I end, I wanna make sure that I don't leave out some of the other people that you'll see around the unit who may not interact with your baby as much, but you are gonna see them. So there's housekeepers that clean the unit and take out the trash. There's the x-ray and ultrasound techs so you may only see once or twice that are coming up and doing all those studies for us. There are pharmacists that are ensuring medication is safe. There are uh, milk bank technicians who deliver and fortify milk. Um, there are the unit secretaries that sit at the front door and the volunteers that are there to cuddle your baby or somebody else's baby if they can't be there. And so every single one of these people that I've talked about today has a role in the NICU. And that role all those roles all have to work together to ensure that every baby receives the best possible care. Um, if you have questions about who's who in the NICU, you can uh, just post them here or send me a message. If you are enjoying the Mighty Littles podcast, please like or subscribe and leave a review so that other people can find us. And I look forward to you guys hearing next week about Gretchen's experience with preterm labor at 22 weeks 
and preterm delivery at 23 weeks with her son, Alex. She is going to share her birth story on next week's podcast. And then the week following, we'll get into uh, life in the NICU as she knew it, as well as life after the NICU and the impacts that that NICU stay had on her and her family. I hope that you guys are really having a wonderful month. It is NICU Awareness Month, so say hello to all of your ex or former NICU nurses and buddies. Um, Stay healthy, and I will see you next week. Bye. You keep saying it, Walt. No. Podcast.